Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Guys, we're, we're back from vacation. We're feeling tan. We're feeling well-rested. So good, re-energized. So I'm so pumped to kick off February with you. This is my birthday month. So, you know, all, we're feeling all the Pisces energy, all the good energy. Um, a lot of exciting things going on, but... I'm super excited to bring you today's episode. Uh, We have kind of like a first look slash announcement, which is new for Rave Culture Cast. So I'm so excited to have our guest on today, who I will introduce in just a second. Um, But if you're new here, welcome to Rave Culture Cast. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Yeah, like I said, I, I was away for a week. I just had my wedding and my honeymoon. So, so many big life events happening. It was a ton of work leading up to it, but it was so worth it. And such beautiful memories were created in the last few weeks, but now I'm back and I'm like refreshed and I'm ready to just focus and work on content and bring you guys some new exciting episodes. So I'm happy to be back. Um, A couple quick announcements before we dive into things really quickly. This is the last call for submissions for a new episode I have coming out that I'm working on for Valentine's Day. And this is all about rave bays, rave couples, all of the love that we're going to be spreading. So if you and your significant other have met at a raver festival, I want to hear all about your story. So please submit your couple story to raveculturecast at gmail.com. That is raveculturecast at gmail.com. Please have your submissions in by this Saturday, which I believe is the 5th, um, because I'm going to be recording this weekend. So again, keep it nice and short and sweet. Let me know how you guys met, you know, through raving or through festivals, what your relationship is like. It's going to be all the good vibes, and I can't wait to read your stories. Uh, Lastly, it would mean a lot to me, guys, if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Um, Big thing, if you could review the podcast, you can now rate on Spotify, but also on Apple Podcasts. So if you have 60 seconds today, please consider writing review or sharing the podcast with somebody you think will like it. All right, let's dive into our oldie but a goodie. So this week I was actually really inspired by a book that I read on vacation called The Underground is Massive. It's a whole history about um, electronic music and where it came from and the roots of all different kinds of genres, house and techno. Um, I'm about halfway through the book now, but it's been super interesting and I've learned so fucking much. So I want to share those things with you. Um, One artist who I was already aware of, um, we did an interview with him actually on Gray Area, our house music platform, Todd Terry, absolute legend. He helped pioneer um, kind of like a new sound of house music in the 80s. He's really well known for remixing um, a couple different songs, but I wanted to play for you one of my favorites, one of my favorite classics by Todd Terry, which is Keep On Jumpin' with Mar- Martha Wash and Jocelyn Brown. This came out in 1997, so we're really fucking talking about an oldie but a goodie here. Um, there's been some remixes of this as well. Actually, West End, who's one of my favorite um, newer house artists, he's in the tech house scene, has a song called Jumpin', which is a basically like a re 
I can't think of the word right now, like an edit of Todd Terry's classic. So I will play both of them for you here. Uh, but he's an incredible artist. If Todd Terry wasn't already on your radar, he should be. He's an absolute legend. So I'm going to play Keep On Jumping here for you guys right now. Alrighty, and with all that being said, you guys, I'm going to dive right into today's guest. So I have Darren Scott on, who has a history of being involved in the live event scene, a super passionate and creative guy. It was really cool to connect with him. Uh, he was actually the COO at Homebase for a while, but he is now going off in his own venture here, and he has been working on a very new and exciting experience that we are so excited to announce together today. So we're going to be talking all about Slumberland Festival, which is a the Florida's first immersive 21-plus resort and shuttle experience. So it is a hotel takeover associated around EC Orlando. So it's going to be happening November 10th to the 14th this year. First annual year for Slumberland Festival, which is so exciting. Um, again, you're going to learn more about it today and like how this all came together and what this experience is going to be like. Um, but I've said this in the past. I think this whole idea of like immersive resort experiences around festivals is so just such a good idea because there's nothing better than staying with like a bunch of ravers or other festival goers who are attending the same festival because it still continues. It's similar to a camping event, right? Like after the festival ends, you go back to your campgrounds and you're still surrounded by the same people and you get to hang out and meet new people. Same thing with this. You just get to go back to a hotel and have a bed and shower, which is really fucking nice. Uh, so shuttles will be provided to EDC Orlando. There's going to be music. There's going to be art installations, all good things. Um, really quickly, early bird packages are going to be on sale March 2nd. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you guys want to uh, use my link and get in on the early access. I will be attending and I will be staying at Slumberland Festival. So I hope to see some of you guys there. Um, but with all that being said, I'm going to let Darren Scott take it away and tell you all about this experience. All right, well, we'll get started here. I know um, we have some really exciting things to talk about. I have Darren Scott here, you guys, who um, I'm really excited to chat with. You've been kind of doing your thing in the live events industry for a while now. So I would love to just so sort of have you kick things off and give us like, you know, elevator pitch. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Elevator pitch. Um, yeah been part of the music festival scene in one way or another i guess almost for the last 10 years um you know first festivals were like back to back to back summers of just like electric forest wakarusa bonnaroo um you know just couldn't get enough of it and then within like a year started throwing my own shows locally here in tampa florida that's where i'm at um and then dove into the festival scene myself but as like a vendor and got to vend all across the the country at different events um, and then even took it up the next level, which was being introduced to the, the team of MFT, um, also here in Tampa, Brian Thomas, and that team and, uh, being a part for the last like six, seven years of MFT resort, which turned into, uh, home base, which is, you know, everybody knows now as, as that accommodations around the music festival EDC. Um, and then also got to direct dirty bird camping, uh, which is, you know, here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. What's the scene like in, in Orlando and Tampa for people who haven't experienced it yet? 
it, it's great. I mean, over the last few years, it's it's been changing a lot. You know, like Tampa um, was a heavy base scene and still is, and then mm-hmm. Orlando kind of developed into its own. I, I as a base head originally driving up to Orlando, going to to these nightclubs to see a lot of bass music. Now it's evolved into this house and techno scene, and I think um, Orlando really has become the home that EDC Orlando you know wants and needs and. Uh, it's thriving because I think the culture itself in Orlando, it helps that UCF is a huge college town um, or mm-hmm. college town that has, has UCF. And um, yeah, I think it's almost become its own like Mecca. Thank you, Walt Disney for finding this swamp land in the middle of yeah. the entire <laughs> city from it. Um, but I, I think, you know, Orlando in itself, just every city almost in Florida has to identify with itself and become its mm-hmm. own. You have Miami, you have Tampa, you have Orlando, um, you have these other markets, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, Gainesville, but they each have to become their own. And I think Orlando's mm-hmm. becoming like a hot spot for for house music. Definitely. Yeah, we're seeing it kind of grow a little bit everywhere. But I know, yeah, like there's no shortage of festivals happening in Florida. Like you've kind of, yeah, you've got like the Miami scene happening there. And then EDC Orlando is just like growing every single year. And it seems to be like becoming a top priority festival for a lot of people. I don't know. The experience this year just went so well, at least like from my experience and from people I've talked to. So, and now like we were just chatting about for forbidden kingdom announcing, which I, that one's in Tampa though. Right. I think, or That's no in Orlando as well. Yeah. Okay. It is in Orlando. Did that one move? I feel like they yeah, moved locations. It yeah. It was originally at the cove. Okay. Gotcha. In that area. And then uh, migrated over once it, I, I believe it got bought out by insomniac yeah yeah okay cool no because it it does it seems like a cool scene i wish i had gone out more i only did one after party in orlando that was at the vanguard um which was a really really cool venue but i was just talking to people about like what the scene is like there and they said that they were like we're getting tons of shows it's really incredible like all different types of artists so it is cool to see like the scene growing across the board but what made you want to get into live events and throwing your own parties yeah, I would say it's just the passion of people. I think at the deep root of everything that that I've done, and um, a lot, you know, if you look at the root of a lot of people, you know, I, I got the opportunity to meet uh, a food truck owner the other day, and we were just like chatting about stuff. And at, deep down, yes, they are a barbecue food truck vendor, but what brings them to that is the fact that they love people, um, and that's the, the the deep root of why they own a food truck, and that's. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me where like, I love music, but I love people more and, and music brings people together and I love bringing people together. And, um, you know, just that, that hospitality of that friends giving that idea of just bringing mm-hmm. together for a common cause and looking around and curating experiences for people and seeing the smiles on their faces and, uh, just getting people excited again and, and getting them outside and together, especially like what, mm-hmm. it, you know, COVID was and, and just, doing the opposite of that is pushing people further apart and putting people inside. And, um, I think there was a lot of time to really sit back for myself and, and really think about, you know, do I want to continue, uh, being in the music industry and bringing people together? And without a doubt, it's, it's a passion. This is a dream job. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, from it's deep rooted, you know, it's, it's that yeah. human instinct of just wanting to, uh, get people together and have a good time. Oh, that's so awesome to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool to see, like to get that involved in the community and to create something special for people that they'll have like memories built around. But, um, 
Well, I'm actually curious too. So with the announcement that you have coming today, like, can you talk a little bit about what led up until this point? Cause we know a little bit about your background. You love working with people. You want to create these experiences. Um, you start small and then you grew, you did some stuff with home base. Like what led you to this point and why 2022 for this new experience? Why 2022? It's the lucky year. Um, Really, I just think it's the the evolution of a creative. You know, I, I think I battled the last like five years not being, uh, you know, technically labeled an artist, if you will. You know, I don't mm-hmm. uh, music. I I don't put pen to paper. But what I do do is I, I produce these events that that bring people together, and that in turn is my art. And I think this is just the natural progression of of my evolution as an artist is. Um, you know, building my dream team and surrounding myself with professionals that I've seen in the, in the field and, and, and in the grind. And, and you just start seeing certain people that you relate to that are just as passionate as you are. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think really just looking for that elevated experience, going to the next level, pushing, you know, the envelope a little bit and, and working with these creators to, to really see what we are made out of, you know, if anybody, if you were to sit there and ask anybody if they do it for the money, it's not worth it. You know, the hours mm-hmm. you put in and um, the rejection that you get sometimes. And just because you think that it's it's a great idea, it doesn't always turn out that way. But mm-hmm. uh, blood, sweat and tears, it's worth it. At the end, there are these like really, you know, important moments throughout these events that you just know you can look at everybody and just all the hours put in and you, you just see these great events where, you know, hundreds of, you know, thousands of people show up and they're just having a great time. And, um, yeah, I, I think really that's what it is, is, is building that dream team and, and finding myself in this one, this one spot where I'm surrounded by so many creative individuals and just wanting to bring that vision to life, um, mm-hmm. something different or, or, or new to, to the concept is we're going to dive into this immersive art, um, aspect. And, and that's, that's a huge move for us, uh, bringing in this, uh, creative director, Sebastian Coolidge. He's a muralist out of St. Pete. Um, he's really fond of, uh, of Walt Disney and this immersive, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, lifestyle um, experience and bringing him into this resort style opportunity where he can build out this resort and really create almost like a theme park vibe. Like from the moment you step on property, we, we want you to mm-hmm. feel immersed in, in art and music. And uh, yeah, I, I think just the opportunities to, to do something new is, is really what's pushing this envelope. That's awesome. How, how fitting too, to be in Florida. And I think it's very much needed. Like, I don't know if you feel this way, but events are just continuing to like build upon the experience. And I feel like in turn that makes fans have a bigger expectation or there's just, there's more to them, to things like outside the music, right? Like it's a whole festival experience. There's wellness workshops, there's camping activities, like depending on the event, there's all these things going on outside. So and art installations being a huge thing that like people love to interact with. I feel like it adds to the whole environment atmosphere. Like even flow arts is like, to me, a huge part of rave culture that I love to see. Um, but this episode is coming out February 2nd. So can we say, we didn't say the name yet or anything. How much can we say? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly, we can let it rip. We're, we're looking to have some some more announcements by then. Um, we can definitely say that Slumberland is going to be the new and hottest elevated uh, uh, accommodations experience. You know, Slumberland is just going to be the the next thing. And, I, you know, we can go ahead and announce uh, the location is going to be at the Avanti Palms. And the Avanti Palms is just mm-hmm. a fan favorite. Um, it has the tower. It's, it's going through a remodel right now. So it's getting upgraded. Um, nice. 
you know, the rooms are getting upgraded, the buildings are getting upgraded. So, you know, there's a lot to look forward to. It's a great property and, and they just, they know what to expect of this group. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just allowing us to take it to the next level. So everything's kind of like been pre-approved and um, yeah, just, just diving deep on like the visuals and stuff like that, but we can also, yeah. and I think it's going to be an exclusive here with rave culture, mm-hmm. uh, the on sale for March 2nd is what we're pushing for right now. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. I will put that all in the description. So people know, um, that that's all going on. And this is built around obviously EDC Orlando too. Cause I don't think we've said that yet. So it's November. What is it like second week of November? I think, I don't know the exact dates, but, um, right. it'll be an experience for that. November 10th through the 14th. Perfect. Love it. Again, I think, I mean, did, did you do EDC Orlando this past year? Did you get to go to the festival at all? I, I did. We always try to make it out, you know, at least one night, uh, to go out there mm-hmm. and, and check it out. And man, the footprint of that festival has grown, uh, so large, uh, mm-hmm. last few years. And yeah, I was at factory 93 and I was just like, wow. You know, and I always go incredible. back in line with like fat boy slam where he's like, nobody listens to techno. And that yeah. <laughs> was just going. And I was like, just a moment, you know, like a tear in the eye. And I was just like, this is beautiful. <laughs> it, was, it was seriously incredible. Yeah. Even from 2019, I was so happy. I, I left EDC Vegas after they had made the neon garden, like the big mega structure, which it was so deserved. And I was like, I don't know if they'll bring that to Orlando, like space wise, just not sure. So that fact that they brought like the full size mega structure and it was completely packed the whole weekend, just like shows where like you know, music taste is shifting, but it was so well suited for that event. And I, I t- totally agree with you. The production and everything was like absolutely incredible. And I think this year too, it will probably be even bigger because it was received so well. So do you have in mind, like a target audience for slumberland or anything like that? Like who, who do you anticipate coming? Who have you been talking to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The goal, the goal for this is, is to make it that elevated experience, but for everyone. Uh, but we are going to make it a 21 and up resort. Um, so the goal is to provide this, this, this elevated experience, this immersive experience, if you will. Um, so 21 and up is, is kind of like setting the bar there. I think the audience is, is, is large enough. I, you know, with the, with the growth of EDC and, and mm-hmm. just learned over the last few years, I think, uh, people will come to respect it, um, as being, you know, that just that elevated experience. Awesome. What are you most excited for right now? The creatives. I mean, this, this is like what I love to do, you know, is working with these people and just hearing these ideas that they have to bring to life. And, and the answer is like, yes to everything. Right. And, um, everything <laughs> just, it's been flowing, you know, and, and that's how you know that you're making the right steps is, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like work, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. you're creating, you're, um, you're dialing in with people, you know, we're, we're giving out three options for certain things. And it's like, yes, number one, like no doubt, like everybody's mm-hmm. on the same thing in the same direction. Um, you know, and without diving into too many specifics, I, I think it's going to be techno heavy. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, house centered. And, and um, I think there may be some hip hop. I mean, it may be interesting to mm-hmm. kind of navigate this <laughs> Really, the, the excitement does come in the creative process. I think just, you know, getting to sit down and, and do a site tour yesterday with a few of the team members and Sebastian Coolidge and uh, just picking his brain and, 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 you know, definitely check out Sebastian Coolidge's Instagram and just look at some of the art that this guy creates and, um, you know, just all the creative aspects, you know, obviously picking a lineup for this festival is going to be extremely mm-hmm. 
fun to do. And, and we can dive down some avenues of some new music that I've been listening to and seeing uh, the last few festivals that I've attended and um, some of the artists that I've met that I really want to help uh, push. And, and, you know, that's part of the fun is getting mm-hmm. showcase other artists to people. So hopefully the lineup is super interesting. Um, you know, you'll see some headliners on there. You'll see some, uh, you know, middle tier artists, and then you'll also learn and, and hear some new artists that maybe you've never heard about, but I, I would definitely Love say it. the creative process of the festival scene and um, listening to the community <laughs> and figuring out what they want to hear and all those things, you know, bringing things to life, but also just like the art, just mm-hmm. art. And, and the music together and, and and building something special for the community. That sounds so exciting. No, I love that. I mean, I think having some more underground artists or like local people too, it, it's so nice to put, give them a platform as well. So I, I'm so excited to see and hear like everything, but yeah, you've sp- spoken a lot about art. Do you have any favorite festivals that like really inspire you or that you've attended that have like set you off in that direction? Yeah, I mean, Electric Forest is just like from Rothbury to now, like the evolution of that festival has been amazing, like through Madison House and Insomniac now and um, Lightning in a Bottle. It was really funny how Lightning in a Bottle worked out for me one year because I went out there, I was supposed to go out there with a group of friends and then everyone canceled and I was left with this like, oh go, do I sell my ticket? And I decided to go and it was like one of my first festivals I attended by myself, uh, which was a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I went out there and just had like an incredible time. It was my first California festival. And um, that's a big thing for people on the East coast. Like, yeah, um, I haven't done one <laughs> Yeah, it's like on the list of things to do. It's California. Yeah. Festival. Um, and it just like, yeah, just you know, California, like is almost like we're like a year or two back almost when it comes to the East coast, West coast thing. And um, yeah, just watching like the immersive artists, like how, how they, they curate that lineup with artists, with, different activities and things to do at these events. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what'll also hold a really special, you know, place here at Slumberland is is the activities and things that we look to bring on site and um really pack the entertainment from the moment you get on site to the moment that you mm-hmm. leave. Um but yeah, Wakarusa. Wakarusa was like a really awesome festival in Mulberry Mountain. I don't um, think I've heard of that one before. It went like three years back to back. Weather was always a I'll thing. Have to check that out. Um, okay. What's there now? Backwards music festivals there. Wakan is is also there. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's in like a valley of some mountains. And I just remember like they Ooh. canceled music one time and it was like a mud fest and we we're like in the car and we we're listening to the radio and everybody was like, you know, everybody get in your vehicles because there's really bad weather. And yeah. They're like, as long as you're not camping this week and you're going to be all right. <laughs> Shit. 30,000 people, you know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, tornadoes like touched down and grassroots had like this dome tent that got lifted up in the air. Oh my God. It was, in, yeah. I think revolution ended up playing like six sets. Uh, couldn't <laughs> leave, but no one else could come in. Weather is the worst. That's like the worst yeah, it's case like we, scenario. Yeah. Dude, like I felt like uh, right out of COVID when, when that first year and then festival started, you know, coming back. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, weather plays a big part in these yeah. festivals and <laughs> I think that's that's a huge plus with the the resort style festival is that you know due to mm-hmm. move inside you can go to the convention center and and, and still maintain uh, you know your lineup and still maintain the integrity of the event and people still have a great time. But I mean, one hundred percent. If it's just raining, people yeah, people are great. Can't can't relate to those people, but I feel you. <laughs> no, we got ponchos. You at any time you're at a Florida festival, you need a poncho. But no, that's such a good point. I think just to go into like the experience more, like 
being so immersed in it and like surrounded by other people, other ravers who are attending the same event. And I'm sure like, you know, having music around the clock or whatever else that's going to be going on. Like, I'm sure you're going to have renegade parties and hotel rooms or like whoever knows, who knows what's going to happen. But, um, there's just like an energy, I think in doing that versus like, you know, nothing wrong with doing a hotel, like with your friends or an Airbnb. But I just think it like adds to the whole energy of the weekend to be able to have that experience altogether. Yeah, it's kind of like the the evolution of like the campground, you know, like you have that like campground mm-hmm. vibe where like the party doesn't have to stop if you don't want it to. Um, and I, and I right. you know, going kind of back to uh, festivals and things that have like influenced me, I think Elro, like how amazing is like that concept of Elro, just like this immersive, like in your face, like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Simulation, just you know hitting you like during the music and and that's also just been like a huge influence about like what we're trying to do because we we do have this captivated audience you know for hours upon hours of you know after hours Mm -hmm. pre-parties and leading up to the shuttles you know to and from the festival and uh you know why not you know provide this sort of entertainment right right oh that's so cool are you doing um like miami music week at all or anything coming up I thought about it, right? Because Elro, Elro's coming back. Yeah, we're doing a show there. Yep. Yeah, so Elro's coming back. I mean, why not? I mean, my, yeah. cal- <laughs> my calendar's open. You know, my calendar's open. Uh, it's just me, the bike shop, and and uh, Slumberland. So you yeah, know, to get as much info <clears throat> as possible, and mm-hmm. every experience is is a good experience. So why not? I love Miami. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, that was going to be my first Elro in 2020. We like bought the tickets for Miami Music Week, like bought so many tickets to things. And obviously like that plug got pulled like the week it was happening. But um, no, they're going to be they're going to be coming back there. But I totally agree with you. I think once you experience those types of events, um, you hear about them. But until you do it, like you do realize like how over the top it is. And they really are putting like an incredible emphasis on the fan experience. It just put pushes it over the edge when you have like performers and confetti and like all these like crazy things and you turn around and you don't know if somebody's like a part of the show or just like dressed up in the crowd. Like it's, I don't know that element of surprise like really adds to it. So I'm, I'm so excited to see what you guys come up with. And I think it's, it's going to be very needed this year. Cause I think a lot of people are ready to have fun, especially around EDC Orlando. So anything else you can tease or you want to share about Summerland? <sighs> what can we dive into? <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's a funfetti cake. It's going to be so many different things all at once. Um, it's just nonstop entertainment. I, I you know, without mm-hmm spilling the beans is, you know, I want to dive into like NFTs and what's hot right now. And I want to do all these different things. Um, but you know, it really just, I guess we got to sit back, see kind of like how it plays out and, and see what's mm-hmm. hot in the music scene. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that I can share without diving too deep. I mean, it's just like sit, sit down, go on, go on Instagram, check out Sebastian Coolidge, check out this guy's mm-hmm. art, uh, and, and really just get an idea of where we're going with this. And, um, I, I'm just glad that everybody so far has been so excited about, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on. And um, there's like a huge winner in all this too, is by providing a secondary um, option for accommodations. And that's the guest experience, you know, like the, the, the true um, person that's, that is going to gain anything. It's just like the guest experience is going to just con- slowly just keep coming up and mm-hmm. you know, provide like an overall experience for your like pre-festival accommodations. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think because 
we have like the different types of events and obviously like camping festivals. I haven't done like a full blown camping festival yet, but I know they're just so well received and loved and like people get addicted to them. And like, that's their favorite type of event because it, you are immersed and you're like fully checked out of reality for a while. So I feel like these types of events are similar as well. Cause it puts you in a similar kind of environment. So I, I hope we see more of these in the future as well, like expanding to other uh, events outside of Florida, but we'll, we'll do get the first slumber land on your belt first. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Nothing. It's like a, a private bathroom and a hot shower. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Your festival experience. It's, you know, it's just Ugh. like everything's VIP now, you know? A hundred percent. Yep. And for you, any other events coming up for you this year? Are you attending anything? Um, <clears throat> I, I think my main focus right now is, is going to be on Slumberland and, and trying to produce the, the best event I can, um, from a guest experience standpoint, yep. uh, so, because the team is, is rather small. Uh, that's something that I've been seeing a lot of is, is the, the, the size of teams have, have gotten a lot smaller. So you're, mm-hmm. you're at, you know, maybe like there's like five of us, uh, that are, that are curating this event, um, pretty much full time. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'll probably make it out to all these Florida festivals, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll stop in for a day, especially Orlando's just, uh, you know, a step away since that music festival announced that they're doing an extra day this year too. So, um, oh, okay. I mentioned Okeechobee. I don't <laughs> Okeechobee is such. Oh, right. Yep. Have you been? I haven't. No, I thought I was going to hoping to go this year or to go to SXM in St. Martin. And then I ended up deciding to send it to old trip <laughs> last yeah. minute, but it looks amazing. Yeah. Okeechobee is just, they just have it right. You know, it's, it's a great location. Um, they dive deeper into that, uh, into that art realm. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. you know, art there. Um, the vendor market that they put on is really great. It's a massive camping festival and yep. then nothing beats that Aquachobi vibe. It just, you, you just know you're in Florida just immediately. They've done this like really white sand beach lake and um, the vibes there and especially just the multi-genre thing is, is really impressive. And mm. they find these artists that are like, you know, about to blow up. So you find like all this really great sound before it gets popular. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, I think that's like, I, I don't know. I just, I really, really appreciate this smaller like up and coming artists right now and especially after like 2020 where a lot of people got a platform through twitch or like other streaming like whatever social media it's really really cool to see some of these like smaller artists like blowing up so i'm so excited for everything that's to come um where can everybody like connect with you and connect with summerland and find out more info yeah so if you want to follow me it's uh duality lab on instagram and then uh, everything is slumberland festival so instagram twitter uh, the website slumlandfestival.com to say, you know, stay subscribed or find out, you know, kind of little, uh, little things as we, we announce. but, uh, yeah, looking at an on sale date again of, uh, March 2nd. So super excited. Perfect. Yeah. So that will be exactly a month from today. So I'll, I'll put all of the links down below and I will plug the artist as well. Um, so that we have his information, but Darren, thank you so much for your time. It was so good chatting with you. you. Thanks Emma. Thank you so much to Darren for coming on today to share this really, really exciting news about Summerland. I hope you guys are fucking pumped. I hope to see some of you there. Um, As this develops, as the lineup comes out, like all those good things, I will be sharing tons and tons of updates with you. Uh, I'll be some creating content around it, doing some really fun stuff on site as well. So more to come with all of that. Um, But this is just a new 
venture and a new partnership that I'm really excited to present to you guys. So I can't wait to see as everything develops. But again, use the link down below in the show notes uh, if you want to enroll in early on sale. It's going to be a good fucking time. So can't wait for all of that. All right, let's dive into our news, which I'm changing the name of this. This is needed like a new name, new rebranding. Again, I'm thinking of new ideas. So I'm going to call this section my Rave Culture Cast Recap or my Rave Culture Recap, whatever you want to call it. But this is my EDM news section. It's where I tell you guys about the latest festival updates, announcements, anything happening in this community. So it's our weekly Rave Culture Cast Recap. I have so much to dive into because I took a break from this last week. So let's just jump right into things. I'll do some lineups first. You know, I like to skim through these quickly. But there is a new lineup for a really exciting festival called Secret Project, which is an Insomniac run event. It's happening in Portugal, June 17th to the 19th. This this is giving me like the EDC Portugal vibes, but we're not getting EDC Portugal as far as I know. Um, really fucking fire house and techno lineup. There's a million artists on here says it's going to be three stages so if that's your jam sounds amazing Portugal is beautiful so that will be a really fun festival um, we did get beyond wonderland pacific northwest so it's coming back to the gorge June 18th and 19th um, again really nice festival there's some big like names you'll see on a lot of lineups right now like Cascade and John Summit uh, you've got Noizu, Porter Robinson is on here, LPGOB, Green Velvet, AC Slater. So really nice mix. Uh, you know what you're going to get out of an Insomniac event. Uh, Governor's Ball is back and it's back to its original dates, which usually happens in June. So it's going to be June 10th to the 12th at City Field. Um, this is a multi-genre festival, so it's a lot of rap. It's looking very rap heavy this year and hip hop heavy, but you have Kid Cudi, Halsey, and J. Cole as the headliners. You've got a couple electronic artists, but honestly, it's pretty slim pickings this year. So I don't, I'm definitely not going to be attending this, but you've got Maddie on, on here. Who else is playing? Maddie on, Louis the Child, Flume, Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal is playing this. Katronda is playing. Yeah. On, yeah. So it's a mix, but you guys have that. I believe it's 18 plus. No, I think Ball might be all ages because I usually know there's a lot of high school kids that attend Ball. Uh, we also got a massive lineup drop from Park Life, which is a really cool festival. I believe this happens in the UK in June. Is it sold out already? Presale is sold out. There's final tickets remaining, but Park Life is an, a really cool festival that's also multi-genre. Major, major, major artists play this. Like you've got Tyler, the creator, 50 Cent, Megan the Stallion, Louis Capaldi. But again, you have dance music. So you have Marco Carolla and Joseph Capriati and Sonny Federa, Michael Beebe. So really nice mix. If you guys want to go to the UK or you are from the UK, I would definitely be hitting this festival up for sure. Uh, we also got announcements for Austin, Texas. So any of my Austin fam listening, my girl Vibe with Aid, what's up? Um, Circle Loco is coming to Austin, which is really cool. This is a very iconic um, brand that comes out of Ibiza. We've got Chloe Calais, Guy Gerber, Marco Carolla, and Michael BB. Fucking stacked lineup happening February 25th, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Do not sleep on that, Austin. That's going to be insane. Woof, I got a lot of lineups for you guys. Hope you're hanging tight. I'm almost done though. So we have Sunset. Sunset Music Festival is back. Memorial Day weekend. You guys, I feel like a lot of you who go to this, you know it, you love it. I've never been, but uh, actually very impressed with this lineup. There's some names on here that I'm a big fan of. Biscuits is one of them. Really like Blank, Chris Lorenzo, Sid, Dylan Francis, Duke Dumont. 
You've got Ghetto Blaster, Gordo, Gorgon City, Griffin, who else? LP, Mala, Mayan, Moore, Kismet, Peekaboo, Sidepiece, Sosa. Like this is really stacked and there's some names on here that like I don't always see on lineup. So I'm actually kind of intrigued by that. And then I've got a couple festival announcements. So we do have some new festivals coming. Actually, one more lineup, uh, Escapade, which is in Canada. Again, June 24th to the 26th. All of the June festivals are dropping their lineups right now. This lineup is fucking insane. And if I wasn't going to Electric Forest, it would honestly be in my radar. But this is all dance music. Really, really nice. You've got a stage host from Ophelia Records. And you've got a Seven Lions back-to-back Kill the Noise set, which sounds sick. So do not sleep on Escapade. That's another one. And then my festival announcements for you guys. So Adam Bayer is actually putting together his first festival for his label drum code so this is happening in malta i believe which is in italy it's an island off the coast of italy fucking stunning insane lineup as you can imagine we've got it headed by adam bayer but like house techno legends new talent incredible um i believe what are the dates i think this was september yeah thursday to monday september 15th to the 19th So putting that one on your radar. We've also got three days coming at you for Hard Summer this year. So Insomniac is yet again expanding. Hard Summer is going to be three days this July. Oof, I told you we have two weeks worth of news. Okay, if you're still with me here, Groove Cruise also announced Cabo Edition, The Ascension. So this is a cruise going from LA to Cabo. And this is going to be the Norwegian Jewel October 19th to the 24th kind of into this love this idea the groove cruise that just happened looked like so much fucking fun really good um vibes and community around this cruise ship so if you guys are into that uh, i think that would be a really cool experience and then we also have a new music festival from tomorrowland and rock i think it's wector present worker sorry it's called core this is a new music festival coming to brussels may 27th and 28th says it's a brand new two-day boutique festival in the capital of Europe, uh, pushing boundaries and crossing borders surrounded by the beauty of nature. Sounds insane. I'd love to see Tomorrowland expanding into something else too, so that's really cool. So I'll keep you posted on that. Speaking of Tomorrowland, they did just officially announce that they are going to be doing three weekends this year to make up for not happening for two years. So it will be happening July 15th to the 17th, the 22nd to the 24th, and now the 29th through the 31st. And new tickets, I believe, are dropping this week. So it's really, really cool to see them expanding that. Hopefully more people will have the opportunity to go now. All right, last two things I have. Um, Eric Prids announced that he is bringing back Hollow, his incredible immersive experience. I got to experience the Hollow show in New York City in 2019, and it was fucking insane. Uh, it is going to be coming to Creamfields South on June 3rd, and this is just the start of his tour. So very exciting to see where he brings it next. Um, and then lastly, Mousetrap announced something about his Discord. I'm not a part of his Discord, but I just wanted to throw this out there in case any of you guys are a part of the Mousetrap fam. Um, but I guess that they've been like reworking things and it said they were migrating to a new Discord server. They said we highly encourage long-term members and new Mouse fans to come to this new community space that they've been creating. Um, we plan, uh, we want this year to be the best for the Horde and with the incredible help of the label, we plan on doing just that. We have so many exciting projects in store. So you can go to discord.gg backslash M-A-U-5 Chord. 
That's discord.gg backslash MAU5chord if you guys want to join Mousetrap's um, new and improved Discord. So, oof, that was a lot for you guys. Welcome to the new freaking Rave Culture Cast recap. I'm so excited to be doing this every week. I'm going to be doing it also on Instagram as well. So if you aren't already following us, we are at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Come join the family. We also have a Facebook group community and Discord community. So I would love for you guys to be a part of it. Um, You'll stay up to date on all of the latest announcements, our meetup plans, episode discussions, all that good stuff. So Thank you all for checking out today's episode. Thank you again to Darren for coming on. Hope you guys are pumped about Slumberland Festival and I can't wait to see you all there. Hopefully if you stay. Um, Yeah, you guys know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe if you enjoyed the episode. Uh, And I think that's pretty much all I have for you guys. I have hope, I can't talk. I hope you have an incredible week this week and I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye guys. Bye guys.